Shall we begin? You are listening to Slice Radio, helping you slice through the noise and to better connect with the people most important to your business. Slice Radio is made possible by Simple Mind Inc., a consultancy that makes the value of complex businesses crystal clear. And now, here are your hosts, Todd Schnick and Michael Taylor. Good morning and welcome back to Slice Radio. I'm your host, Todd Schnick, joined by my friend and colleague, Michael Taylor. Good morning, sir. Looking forward to this one. Hey, good morning. Me too. All right. Well, this is episode eight, Communication Triage. But before we go there, Michael, remind the audience about Slice Radio and why this series is so important. Well, being in and out of B2B businesses for the last 20 years or so, I've found the biggest cost in those businesses is confusion, especially if the business is complex and the offering is complex. And so when you have confusion, you have higher costs in sales, you have higher costs in effort, and you have a lower return. In CFO language, your conversions go down, your conversion rate goes bad, and that's very bad for business. So what we want to do is help people with tools to communicate complex things a lot better. And I'm hoping that we can leave a couple of great ideas for people every time yeah. we get together. Well, I, uh, observing business as long as I have as well, there's a big need for this, let me tell you. But today's conversation around communication triage a lot different positioning from what our usual content is. This is this is a strategy. This is a thing to do when you have something important to communicate, but have very little time to do that. So walk us through what communication triage is. Well, I think we can all agree that's a common occurrence, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. Uh, We need to send something very important. It needs to be carefully crafted, but we don't have, you know, a week to research it, do we? Right. Well, I was thinking, what's similar to that? You know, forget marketing communication. Let's go out and look in the world. What is similar to that? I was thinking, I was actually reading this book just for fun. It was a book about simple rules, and there was a heavy emphasis on uh, ER units in the battlefield, Hmm. in the Iraq battlefield. And it is absolutely amazing how they size up I mean, think about the situation, right? There are people dying. There are people about to die or could die. And based on your decision that you have to make in less than a minute. Okay. And I'm like, wow. So that's obviously a very extreme example. But you could actually say, well, there is something close in a communication where you have something important to deliver and you need to make a good decision. So I was thinking, what is the process that these battlefield ERs use in their triage units? to make those quick decisions. And I I thought it was really interesting, and I thought it was very applicable to that situation in communication. Sure. Well, help me better understand that that Battlefield ER strategy. How does that actually work? Well, here's an excerpt, and the name of the book is Simple Rules, How to Thrive in a Complex World, and the the author's Donald Saltz. Great book. So let me find find the excerpt here. The injured are are assigned color-coded tags that categorizes them according to the severity of their injuries. Those with stable vital signs are tagged with the color green. Treatment can be safely delayed for these walking wounded. At the other extreme, patients who are unlikely to survive, even with heroic intervention, are tagged with black, and they're provided palliative care, which is like pain medication. Give them morphine if they're just uh, so they die in peace. Exactly. The remaining patients are first in line for care with the more badly injured given red priority tags and others a yellow tag denoting urgent. Sorting the patients using these simple rules ensures the scarce medical resources are brought to bear where they can do the most good on those patients who have a shot at survival 
but only if they receive immediate attention. The rules of triage are widely used to allocate medical resources such as intensive care unit beds or vaccines during flu pandemics in the face of mass casualties. Oh, okay. gosh. When you think about these simple rules, uh, think about this isn't a quiet, peaceful environment we're talking about. This is a battlefield scene. There's ordnance blowing up and bullets flying over your head. And typically in a situation like this, resources are limited. And so I'm beginning to see where this strategy, this color-coded strategy, can enable quick decisions. That's right. I'm beginning to see now how you're applying this idea towards communication triage. That's right. And then I don't know if I'm a masochist or not, but I always like to go out to this extreme scenarios and sort of pull them back to less extremes to get really good advice. Right? Mm-hmm. So I was just thinking, and, and I sort of wrote down some similar type rules, but they're less important than you have that triage mentality, right? And so I, I applied the same kind of rules sort of to this tagging system. And so... Again, so this is set the context. This is when you have something important to communicate, but with very little time to do so. That's right. Something okay. important. And so, you know, there is some fallout if you screw up, right? right. If you right. do the wrong thing. Right. All right. So here's the idea, is that you think about these rules in advance, of when you need them, right? So mm-hmm. that's why the triage units work. They're not all sitting there going, okay, what's a green tag? What's a, you know, people are going to die. Okay, so they figure that out in advance when everything's calm and then bam, they apply it the second it happens. This is the same thing in mm-hmm. community. Mm-hmm. Think about how you will rank. Use these as a ranking mechanism for what stays on the, we say stay on the island versus the pieces of information we delete. So here's just a few and this is just riffing, but let's say uh, tag for green, that means make this information accessible if needed, but don't include it. Don't, don't do not include it. That's right. So here's a few rules for green. Requires in-depth understanding from audience before it's relevant or motivating. Okay. Don't bombard with somebody with something if it takes a lot more to understand it. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't even put it in there. Okay. Here's another rule. Not critical information until there's inquiry or interest is high enough for them to receive it. Okay. There, no sense of urgency or short time frame involved. That makes sense. Uh, right? Uh, and this happens a lot. More, it's more about you than them. Okay. That's suspect. Mm-hmm. And then key, uh, so the last rule is keep accessible, but don't put it in the communication, right? Okay. You know, some examples would be, you know, supporting details, rationalization, deep dives and explanation. The thing you people put up front, right? right. Take it out. Right? right. So here's the yellow, here's some yellow rules. Okay. So those are the, those are the green tag rules for communication triage. Uh, now you want to go into yellow. That's right. And so yellow, I would say, you know, how do you treat yellow? Well, yellow, you will cite, right? It will be in your communication, but you won't lead with it. Okay. It just needs to be there. So um, here's some rules. Potentially timely or urgent, but it requires more intelligence or questions, right? Here's another one. It's extremely important to you, but the degree of importance is unknown with your audience. Hmm. Good thing okay. to check. Yep. We already said it's important to cite, but don't lead with it. It resonates with influencers, but it is not the priority for your targeted audience. Okay. So we had earlier talked about in a B2B sale, you might have seven people who can wave things through, gatekeepers, so forth, but maybe one major buyer. So you need to make sure that you address those things, but you do it in the briefest possible way because it's a checkbox, right? Got it. Okay. Now here's simple rules for red, right? This is what you build your entire agenda around. This is what you build a strong lead around. This is everything is built around these. So 
And again, this is the stuff that you do include in that important communication with limited time. Yes. And red means always include and emphasize and characterize the actual communication and agenda around this, right? Got it. So here are a few rules specific to that specific audience and person. All right. It applies to a known priority issue or need of that particular audience that are not being addressed by others. Okay. You know it is timely and there's a sense of urgency. You know that there are immediate steps to help avoid something bad or that there are immediate steps that can show specific improvement for this audience. Now, this is kind of in the sales realm, Mm -hmm. okay, right? Mm -hmm. And then here's another one. Has a specific reason by the audience to be acted upon immediately. And I think we mentioned this, but the time frame is uh, for them to be motivated is short. Those are, you know, gotta haves. Yep. Those make all the sense in the world when you think about it. And I, I want to emphasize the point that this is, you might not necessarily follow Michael's green, yellow, red process here, but the key is to develop a process. That's that right. enables you to do communication triage and not live on the battlefield, but in advance. That's right. And that's really the main point. I mean, those were just examples. You will have your own examples, but do have, I I, I do like the green, yellow, and red, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And come up with your own rules, right? In the calm, contemplative mode. And then you'll, it will, it's really magical. It's awesome. All right. Help you boil it down. I mean, you could boil it down really, really simply that whatever information and messaging you have that's most pertinent to the direct targeted audience in front of you. That's right. Is what you ought to focus on, That's not right. any of the ancillary stuff. Yeah, it's almost like the elements of style for the modern world, you know, and where they say, omit needless words. This is a way to do it. Yep. All right. Time for the weasel of the week. Michael, remind the audience exactly what is a weasel. Well, a weasel is a word a guy named Don Watson, I believe, in Australia as a humorist uh, came up with to describe the act of communicating the perception that you're saying something significant without actually saying anything at all. (laughs) I tell you, I laugh every time I hear that. So, all right, well, what have you got for us this week? Okay, so this, I think this was like um, maybe a LinkedIn in-mail blast. I'm not sure, but I got this in my inbox. Okay, okay? uh, this is from LinkedIn. Yeah, I just, you know, I collect things. I probably have post-it notes stuck on my back when I walk (laughs) in here. Uh, This is one of them that I just thought, wow, man, This is a how not to, right? Mm -hmm. And if I have any identifying information here, you will pluck it out, right? I will do so. Okay. All right. So I can't read it all because, I mean, it's just... Okay, so, but here's how it goes. Here's how it starts. Dear Michael, my name is blank. I'm an award-winning leadership authority. I saw your profile in the group we share, and I thought I'd reach out to introduce myself and see if you want to connect. Here's a tip for you for your next important presentation. Now, this tip deals with a brutal mistake many leaders make. Okay, here's the tip. I get. Clearly, I can't speak for you. Working 30 years with top leaders in major companies worldwide, that is 18 years with blank, blank leaders during the blank era, I found leaders consistently make fatal communication mistakes by not engaging their audience's emotions and failing to motivate them to inspired action. Okay, what's the tip? Um, I think that was the tip. <laughs> okay. I, I, was, I did the same thing. See, I did what you did. You were looking at me like, you know, okay, we're rolling here. Right. No, it was, that was, and I said, okay, I'm, I must be like mental ADD right now. I need to go back. And I kept reading it. I'm like, where's my tip, man? Yeah. Dude, you were going to give me a tip and I didn't get my tip. Okay. So I'm just going to describe to you what happens next. 
there's literally two pages of a list of companies he's worked with. So he didn't give me a tip and he kept on selling when he was giving me the tip. And I'm like, oh my God, you know, if I didn't have the show, it would have been beep, delete, you know, mm-hmm. but it's such a winner. <laughs> uh, anyways, Golly. That, that was... How often does that I happen every day on LinkedIn? Goodness gracious. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Stay tuned for episode nine, Power Communications. All right, Michael, before we go, how can people contact you should they have questions? Well, you can go to our website, uh, simplemindinc.com, or you can just email me, michael.taylor at simplemindinc.com. All right. On behalf of my co-host, Michael Taylor, I am Todd Schnick. We'll see you next time on Slice Radio. Slice Radio.